So how did you wind up in the current situation that you're in? Maybe your bank account is, is zero. Maybe you're overdrawn or perhaps you are in a job that you absolutely detest and can't stand. Whose fault is that? So we're discussing this week on Relaxed Mail, episode number 25. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right, so today talking about different circumstances uh, and situations that you find yourself in. I noticed from time to time that so many people, and I used to, I had a, did a blog post about this a couple of years ago where I was talking about just victimhood and the victimhood mindset and how dangerous that whole type of mindset actually is because one, nobody likes a victim, nobody respects a victim. And yeah, there's people who want to help, but as soon as that person realizes that a victim is in the situation because, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm just going <clears> to, <throat> a victim has, uh, is in, is in the uh, situation that they're in because of their own actions. No one's going to feel sorry for them. And sadly, that's what a victim wants to, wants people to do is to have them feel sorry for them. And, and they, and the, the, uh, the problems that arise from that and the whole victim mindset shows up in so many different ways. Um, and that's where, uh, where we're wanting to, to, to look at. So you have someone like an addict. A lot of times we even attribute the victim uh, to the, to the victim mindset with, with even people like, uh, who are addicts because we say, oh, they can't help it. They're addicted. They, they, uh, go as far as wanting to say that an addiction is a mental illness, which, okay, you can think that if you want, but I don't, I don't see that. I don't see how you can, you can suddenly become, you know, um, become a, uh, an addict because, you know, beyond your, your control, a disease, um, is, when I hear the word disease, I'm thinking more along the lines of something like uh, chickenpox, the coronavirus, you know, these things that are kind of outside your control. And you don't go around and catch, you know, being addicted, catch alcoholism. You don't catch being a heroin addict. You don't, it's not a, it's not a disease that you can, you can catch. Yeah. It might, I can sort of see, you know, it can change the addiction and the, the rewards that you get because of an addiction can hinder the way you, you think, but I still not fully seeing it as a, as an actual mental illness. But 
we, because we want to apply that mental illness factor or a disease factor, uh, label to like addiction, we have so many, we have people who now have an easy out card. It's like, yep, yep, I'm an addict. I'm an addict. I can't help it. And, um, I, I've got a disease. I've got a problem. Well, yeah, you've got a problem, but how did you get into that problem? It's not because you walked past another addict and all of a sudden they, then they sneezed on you and poof, voila, you become, you become a crackhead. You're the way you got into that predicament is because of you as the actions you took. And that's where a lot of people have a hard time actually understanding where victim mindset holds you back. They want to look at, uh, it's not my fault. I had, uh, horrible parents who uh, abused me. And because of that, you know, their, their actions upon me back 25 years ago, keep me from being able to achieve any success or they, uh, you're in a, in a job that you absolutely hate. Well, it's the, the company keeps wanting to, doesn't want to, to, to promote me because, you know, they have their cousin that they're, they're wanting to, to promote and put in the position I rightly deserve. Well, that's not completely correct because there are actions that you have done that have kept you from actually being able to be promoted. There are things where they, there are actions and choices you have made that prevent you from being the target guy. It could just be the fact that you're just busy putting your head to the, uh, to the grindstone and you're not doing the other difficult things that are needed where you're getting out and you're talking to other people and you're being sociable and you're expanding your network and all the other things that are needed so that you can actually become well-known enough and trusted enough to the boss that, hey, I want him to go to the next step. There's a lot of the little things where we, especially when it comes to like dead-end jobs, you can, a lot of jobs, there are positions that can be made if you're willing to push yourself enough and get yourself out of that actual, uh, get out into the discomfort zone just enough to where you're at, you can actually work yourself into a, a position that may not have even existed before until you came up with the idea and presented it to the boss. And that's kind of the scary part. Um, broke people have the same, uh, same problem. They, you know, they're, they, especially with, uh, some of the different type of, uh, political affiliations out there. You have this, people want to try to blame their shortcomings on other people. They want to see it's the, co- or the big corporations are the ones who are keeping the, keep making people poor. Um, it's, Capitalism that has all poor people, except, well, no, you can look at other, uh, other one, uh, political, uh, and economic, uh, setups where they actually have problem. You're, they have more poor people. And the problem that is, is that they're all, everybody's poor. And so we, they, in that case, quote unquote, everybody's more equal, but everybody who is poor still wants to become rich and powerful in their own way. And so they, because of, of safety, we, you know, you give up a lot of your, your freedoms. We see that today in with the, with the whole pandemic problem that we have is so many people 
willingly gave up a lot of their their rights and now they're fixing to have to really struggle to get some of those rights back you have barbers and salon uh, salon stylists who are being thrown in jail being fined a thousand dollars a day and one year of of jail time for each haircut they uh, each head they uh, they give a haircut to because they gave, they instantly gave up the right out of the name of, you know, safety and security for the rest of the people, for the betterment of the good. And in all reality, okay, yeah, it sounds noble. It sounds altruistic to give up your livelihood and, and all that to, for the betterment of, of, of everybody else. And in all reality, that's one of the worst things you can actually do. You, we all know what the problem, what, needs to be done to be able to keep yourself as as healthy as possible keeping everybody locked up inside their house actually is causing more problems than good one you have more uh more instances of domestic violence going on and domestic abuse because there are people who have made bad decisions it's not that all of a sudden they married a guy who went from being you know this kind caring generous guy and all of a sudden turned into this this raging asshole he there are people they always there was always signs there that people immediately just dismissed they made the choice uh, to dismiss those and so they wind up in in abusive relationships and now that they're locked up with this other person and there's not really any excuse or escape to be able to get away from that person because, well, you can't leave out of, you know, fear of this, of this virus. Yeah. Is this virus dangerous? Okay. Yes. It, it does have a, a raised, a fatality rate for some people. And yeah, we don't want to get those other, those people who are at risk sick, but we're also sacrificing ourselves for the sake of other people. And it's that never works out in the end. So we're finding ourselves in a very rough circumstance right now where we're trying, people are starting to really starting to lose stuff. They're starting to lose their house that they've been working, you know, been paying for, for, you know, 15 years. They've got another 15 years to go before they own it outright. They, people are losing their cars, getting, they, though they claim they can't be evicted. There are people who are starting to go through the eviction processes. And yeah, it, once the eviction process happens, they may not be able to physically be removed as of yet. But the moment that those, those restrictions are lifted and they will be lifted eventually, either the landowners will, um, start rising up and start causing the eviction processes to get going so that they can start making the needed money to keep up the house, the houses that they're renting out, or the government will finally realize that, Hey, we're not making a whole lot of money off of this because we're not, we don't get the, uh, the added benefit of taxes. But however it is, the circumstances that are happening are compounding themselves and we're doing it under the guise of a, of austere reasons when in all reality, we're, playing a victim mindset. So the main reason that most people fall into the circumstances that they're in is first off, they see that the 
circumstances and they, they see where they're at and they, they first off perceive it to be bad. All right. I can't, I've got, I can't leave. I can't do this because of X, Y, and or Z. I, I'm stuck here and they relinquish their, their choices, their, their ability to make that choice because they see the experience that and circumstance and environment that they're in as a very fixed, uh, in a very fixed way. They can't change it. Uh, it could be because they, don't think they're worth, uh, they're worthy of or capable of actually leaving or they're, they believe that it, they think that they're, uh, too afraid to be able to leave a, a abusive relationship or that, uh, there's no way that they can ever dig themselves out of the, uh, out of the financial situation that they're in. When in all reality, if they change that to where they actually start seeing the, seeing that event in a different light where they are, it's a see that problem as a positive event. And yes, you can see a, everything, every event, every circumstance in your life is neutral. And so you can either choose to see it in a negative light or a positive light. Every, every event and circumstance is neutral until you apply a thought to that particular circumstance. So because of that, you can actually see that you're in a, in dire financial straits because you didn't save up money. Or you could say that is a, you're in dire economic straits because of the part of the reason somebody else puts you in that actual, actual circumstance. And, yeah, you can point your finger and say it's their fault, but remember, you got to remember every time you point a finger, there's actually three more point being pointed back at you. Taking that, the way you address the circumstance, if you can change that, that how you address and how you look at that circumstance, you can actually change the whole dynamic of what the problem in your life actually is. So you want, and, that is all that boils down to the mindset. You can have a fixed mindset. You can have a scarcity mindset about money. You can have a scarcity mindset about food. You can have scarcity mindset about the reason why you're in a drug addled state, but you can also change that circumstance and realize, and especially if you change the, the, the and take full, take on full responsibility for what your actions are. Doesn't matter that you're in a, in a abusive relationship because you, your parents slapped you around when you were, when you were a kid. That is, your parents weren't around when you decided to shack up with, with, uh, with Bruno the baby puncher. You're Waldo the, the wife beater. He's, he's just, uh, the product of a choice you made. You saw the red flags and you actually, if you take responsibility for the fact that, yeah, I saw those red flags and I, you take responsibility for the fact that, yeah, I made that choice. I moved into the, that house. I have a, uh, I moved into, you know, I, a house where the, the woman at the time, she was, she's uh, beautiful, but she just, she is emotionally abusive. 
you saw those you saw those flags, and so you decided to to actually make the choice of wanting to go live with this gal, though she likes to emotionally beat on you from time to time. And there's even instances where there are physically abusive uh, women in a in a relationship where the guy is the one who gets beat up. We don't get that as much because one guys don't are just as afraid of what types of judgment will come about as what women think, uh, what women fear of when they stay in a, in a, an abusive relationship. But these, all of these are reasons are created because of the mindset and because of the attitudes that you have on your, about yourself and trying to point that finger and saying that it's somebody else's fault doesn't fix the situation. As a matter of fact, it cements you into that situation even more because you aren't willing to take the actions needed to get out of that whatever problem that you're in. You have decided, I, I can't do it because it's not my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. It's it's everybody else's fault. So you're not willing to take the steps. But if you take responsibility for what your actions are and for what your what you did and the choices you made, then you're going to be a lot more willing and a lot more able to go ahead and step up and start cleaning your own darn house. So how do you get out of you know a bad situation? Well, first off, like I said, own up to your own your dirt, man. Own up to what you did wrong. What what problems? What shortcomings you you did? Yeah, you may have you may have a a drug problem. There are solutions to that problem. You can, if you are, you're, you know, strung out on, on meth or, uh, or heroin or God only knows what are the type of, uh, of drug. Maybe you've had hurt your back and you decided to keep using, um, keep using, you know, oxycodone way past when your, your doc has already said your, your back's healed, but you keep getting, keep getting painkillers. That is your choice. You can choose now to start finding a way to get off of them. You know that you, your, your back is all right. You know that that, whatever that injury was has healed. It's doesn't take five years for an injury to fix itself. Yeah. You may have a, a bulging disc or a degenerative disc disorder. But there are people who use so many other different ways of of mitigating and regulating that pain and discomfort, either by going to the chiropractor, by uh, doing yoga, doing other types of of exercises to change the amount of weight that might be bearing down on that uh, on that damaged spot of your back. They don't have to have the 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 medications those hard opiates that there that other people who are hooked on opiates take because they know that that's their backs not going to get well just because they're popping uh popping a pill so change your take your you have to first off decide hey I'm not going to do this no more there's no reason for me to be in this circumstance I am tired of x y and or z I am tired of the heavy feeling in my lungs because I smoke too much Whatever the issue is, you have the ability to actually change that circumstance. Get rid of the, the 
problem that is in your, that you're, you're facing. But to do that, first off, you have to own your dirt. You have to man up and be the person and, and take control of your life. The second point part is to actually use that situation as your launching pad. You can change the, use the, the abusive relationship as a reason to get your butt out of there instead of saying, well, I can't leave because of, I, because of X, whatever reason, because I was, you know, mistreated as a child. I'm tired of being in this. I am going to be the best man possible. I can't do that in this particular relationship, so I'm going to get out of it and take my kids with me. You know, you do what you have to do to get yourself into a better position, and you can use the that place where you have this crappy life as the as the starting blocks, the reason to get yourself launched out into a to a new into a new life. Now, these changes aren't easy. They're always going to be brought with discomfort and uncertainty and fear and everything else. But you, if you focus and keep it in mind, the reason as to why you are making the change, you're able to power through those different levels of discomfort that you will face. Yeah, you may not have ever lived on your own ever before in your life. You may have gone out, uh, moved from your parents' house and moved in with a roommate and you and the roommate hung out for a couple of years and then you met a girl and she moved in and then y'all decided to go move into another apartment and y'all lived there for a couple of years and then you said, heck, I'll marry her and you got married and y'all been living together for 10 years and now all of a sudden you're fixing to leave and you're like, going, dude, I've never lived by myself. I can't do that. I don't know what to, how to handle the money. What do I, you know, there's, you're going to have all these, these fears. What, to, what do I need to pay first? You, these, all, all these new inners and, and interesting, if I could speak, <laughs> uh, barriers that come up are not impossible to, uh, to, to get past because those barriers are done by everybody. You first time you ever lived on your own. Well, congratulations. You're fixed to find out how to, when you've got to get your rent pay, put in, you've got to, when you have to pay your light bill, when you have to uh, pay your car payment, you got all, everything done, down and you may even realize that, holy smokes, no wonder I am in debt so much because I'm working at a job that is, that is pays just enough for me to have a hundred dollars left over for food. And from there you can realize, okay, I need to, do I need to find some way of being able to acquire more cash? Do I get a second job? Do I get a better paying job? Or do I start my own business where I am in control of everything? You make all these decisions. And as you take those turns, you can step out and go. You find yourself in that very same, all these different victim-minded sets. Also, you can help your son down the road because you'll see times where, you, he'll want to make the excuse of, oh, I didn't have time. Well, actually, you did have time, son. You chose to, chose to play football and, uh, soccer. And then on top of that, when you get home, you play, you know, five hours of video games and you stream on Twitch. And yeah, you're being a, you're, you're got your, your group of online friends and, you come down and you eat and then you go upstairs and before you know it, it's, you know, midnight and you're, you don't, you didn't even start opening your, the, the homework. 
Well, the reason that you didn't start your homework is because you didn't, the homework wasn't high enough priority. So it is your fault. You needed to put the homework on a higher level. It's not that you can't do the other things. You're, you're going to have plenty of time for all the stuff that you truly want to do. But if you choose that to not do whatever that is, then it's your fault. And he, then he gets, your son gets to actually face the consequences of not getting his homework done. He gets that F and depending on how important it is to him, it may affect him. It may not. My son, well, he didn't like, he, he personally didn't uh, really care whether he, he, he liked getting A's, but I mean, at the same time, he didn't see the value of, of a high school. And that's one reason why he didn't go to college. He didn't have, doesn't have, need the, uh, doesn't need, college for what he likes to do. He is a very outdoorsy, very uh, hands-on type of person and doing a bunch of theoretical in-class stuff just doesn't suit him. I think it's wonderful that he's taken the steps that he has and uh, kind of starting to realize what his dream is. When it comes to victim mindset, getting this all wrapped up now, you're going to, there's, there's a lot of different times that being a victim is going to show up with you. Uh, you're going to want to point a finger to somebody else. It's their fault. It's I didn't have time. It's not my fault. It's, it's everything else. You're going to want to point a finger to so many different things just so that you don't have to face the discomfort of looking at actually your actions. But if you can take the time to actually point out that, that hey, this is my doing. This is my I, I made that choice. I made I did what I did. Uh, and it was a bad call. You can then take the steps needed to actually correct that issue and get yourself onto a track that is actually going to help you become more prosperous, more successful, and help your son become the stronger, better person that you actually want. Take the time. Next time you find yourself and you want to say that it's somebody else's fault, before you do, how did you get, how did you let that other person actually have the, uh, the problem? Or how did you allow the other person to actually have control over your life in such a way, especially if it's somebody who you claim you don't like? All right. Look at that. Think it over. Let me know down in the uh, comments. You can go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash 25 and that'll take you to the show notes of for this, uh, for this page. And tell me down in the comments below what, uh, What's a circumstance that you believe is not your fault? And we can probably sit there and kind of hash it out and see that it's actually your, that's something that you may have done. If you are needing assistance and you want help and to get, uh, get yourself to the next level, I've got packages that are available that you can actually go and see. And if you'd like to, you can sign up for a uh, for a one hour discovery session where we talk it out and talk things through and kind of see what it is that you're what points of the uh, of the world are you needing or parts of your life are you needing to actually get uh, some coaching on get some help to be able to become the the person that you're wanting to become how are you needing wanting to be able to help your son to become a stronger more real, uh, self-reliant young man. All right. So anyhow, I'm going to let you go. Thanks again for listening. And I will be letting you, letting you go at 
we'll talk to you again next week. If you like this podcast, real quick, just uh, just click like if you're a if you're click like <laughs> no it's in a YouTube channel. Uh, if you like this channel, please call uh, this this podcast. Please like uh, hit the subscribe. And my brain is wanting to go to YouTube for some reason. <laughs> and click subscribe if you are. You go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe and there are the major, uh, podcast, uh, apps out there that you can actually click and get a one click link to the, to their app and be able to subscribe to the page there. If you really like this, this, sh- uh, like this show, then please go to, if you're on uh, iPhone, go to iTunes and click subscribe. And leave a rate, rate and review it. Doesn't really help so much. A lot of people want to say it helps with, with the algorithm in all reality. It doesn't. The subscribe, the subscription does, but the, the ratings or review are just for social cred, uh, cred so that people could see, Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about or Hey, this guy's full of crud. He, it helps people make a better choice on whether or not I would be a good fit for him. If you are Android, then you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser, all one word, and that'll take you over to podchaser.com to my page there, and you can then also rate and review this show from there. All right. So I will let you go. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. So till then, bye.